Yes, we got him. He is back. Come on, Koja, let me hear you sing it. <laughs> on the right. Raz, your turn now. Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Yes, yes, yes. We are back. Back again. Back and better than ever. You know me, I got my uniform on. United on my chest. Right with the heart lies. Love, that's love, baby. That's where every crest is, but okay. Well, it doesn't matter, you know. I'm speaking on my love for my team and the great win that we had back in the Old Trafford. What a dream that was in the theater. Mm -hmm. Ronaldo back on the pitch starting his first game. And some said he's not going to score like my GOAT on his return back to his home. <laughs> said who? Uh, we can go back, and the listeners can go back to episode three. I said, what did I say exactly? I said, Kojo Asari said, he may not score like my GOAT. Paraphrasing, of course. Oh, but he did his research. Paraphrasing, he, of course. He, I do, I do edit, and I do do the please, minute marks in the podcast. Please, so insert, I, please insert my quote right now if I say <laughs> Thank you. I, I like doing this engineering thing and editing. So I will insert it here. Kojo's statement. I said he wouldn't score at home. I said he wouldn't no, no, no. You said he's not going to score in his debut back in Old Trafford like my goat. And can you say who your goat is? Terry Henry? Yeah, you know who my goat is. Just for referencing. You said he wouldn't score. EPL Hall of Famer. And unlike your goal, like I said. EPL Hall of Famer. Unlike your goal, he didn't just score one. He had to score two. Okay. One, my goal only played. My goal only played probably what twenty minutes that game. He scored with his first touch. I don't care. I don't know. Tim Krul took Ronaldo over two goals. That's why he scored two goals. Anyways, at the end of the day, he came back home. He put the ball in the back of the night twi twice, and we won. Mm -hmm. So. I don't want to uh, stay on this topic too long, of course. Um, I just want to say how I feel about Ronaldo being back home. You know, I'm just happy. Uh, it was great to see. Unfortunately, I didn't get to watch the game live, but thank God to the zone. Your ad could be right here. I was able to watch the full game uh, after the fact. I may not sit on the podcast, but to be fair, I said if you scored, Old Trafford would be jumping. We don't have to talk about what you said. We have a podcast. They hear what you said. You can go back and listen yourself. The listeners can go back. I will put the soundbite in wherever you want me to put it in. Right. So back to before you really interrupted me, um, speaking on the return of Ronaldo back to OT, it was a great performance. It was nice to see United dominate the game, better play in the attacking third. 
link up play with Shaw and Ronaldo. I'd love to see that. Sancho, he's getting uh, used to the speed and the strength that's in the EPL, but give it due time. I love how Varane's fitting in. And it's a hot take of myself, but this season is going to be a four team race, of course. And I don't think before we thought City would definitely be a team to win the league by far. I would say, and then Chelsea, Liverpool, and then United. I thought it was gonna be a close City Chelsea race, give or take. Is what I thought it was gonna be. Well, I thought it was interesting, like just based on the odds. I wanted to take United at the beginning of the season to win the league, just because the odds were good, and I thought that's possible. Yeah, the odds at the beginning of the season were plus nine hundred for United to win the league. Now they're down to I would like to say five hundred, and with the return of that guy, the goat Ronaldo himself. It's probably it's probably three. It's probably we may ha- who knows we may have the second best odds to win. It could definitely be uh, fact checked um, by someone, but hey, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure we have top three odds to win the league. Uh, and our chances of winning the league, I don't want to say we are going to be the favorites to win, even though Ronaldo came back and he's scoring, and we're seeing that the age thing is not going to affect him. Still fourth. Still fourth. Still fourth odd. That's fine. But what I, what I was trying, yeah, what I was trying, seven point five. What I was trying to preference is is, unlike any season, before. There's never been a title race between, four teams, would you say, that is tight down to the wire between four. It would usually be, it's City, it's Pool, it's Manchester, it's Chelsea, it's. Whatever the case might be, it usually comes down to two teams, and then, or it's just in recent years, it's been cities running away with it, or pools running away with it. I could be wrong, but I think the Leicester one was close too. That was like a weird thing. That was a weird. Leicester when it was Leicester and Arsenal. Yeah. But then at the time, it was just Leicester and Arsenal at the top. Where was Chelsea? Third wasn't close. I'd have to take a look back, but I like to think of probably wasn't super close. Yeah. But I I like to say that. Closer than the past two years. Yeah, because who was even third? Like like Tottenham. Cause I, it was very weird that year. That, that was, was a, a weird, very year. weird year. That was Arsenal's one and only chance in uh, this decade to win, and it's unfortunate. But hey, maybe uh, you guys got that, you know, that that win against Norwich. So yeah. you know, no need to touch the panic button on that one. No, no need to touch the panic button at all. Why are you touch the panic button? Um, because you guys started off 0 and 3 at the bottom of the table. Um, well, 0 and 3. Um, played, played, who we played first? Played Brentford. Should have won that game. Unfortunately, missing a lot of key players. Lost that game. Um, played, who played the champions next? Then played the European champions next. Right, right. Uh, Kojo, we've, we've been through this. Like, they don't need the full breakdown of Arsenal. Just ask me a and question. We, and we know, no, but we don't, you always get into this little bag of like, well, we played Brentford. Uh, then we played the champ. We, we heard this before. Just celebrate your win. I did celebrate my win. The team played well. Thankfully. How did yeah. that game go, actually, to be honest? How did that game go? Because um, I, I don't know how much viewers were on it, but as all honest, the hype and the talk was United and Newcastle. So that's I'm the game not really I was sure. watching. I, was, I wasn't watching United versus Newcastle. Okay. So I was watching my side play. But, Poor decisions. We all make them. Um, game started off very well. It was very intense in the first 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 15 minutes. Um, Arsenal was on the front foot for the whole game. Um, we didn't score many. We didn't make many chances in the final third. But we had the possession. Norwich grew into the game a bit, but still, um, 
also not control the game. Mm-hmm. Um, then, you know, at the end, I guess my guy, who I feel is the backbone of the midfielder, who I think when he plays, he makes a <laughs> so much better team. Um, Thomas Partey comes into the game, gets a nice little ball, first touch of the game. Partey played? Came on in the 60th minute just before the goal. Oh, nice. First touch of the game, finds finds Saka on a nice little ball. Saka turns, plays Pepe. Pepe hits the post. Aubameyang buries the winner. After that, probably should have scored two more goals. Cool, made some good saves. But other than that, it was it was nice to see. It was nice to see our, our actual defenders playing. Nice to see Ben White and Gabriel together. Um, the new signing from Bologna, he was good. He looked good. Chinaman? Nah, that's right. That's Japanese. Oh, Japanese. Oh, <laughs> oh my bad, my bad, my bad. Well, uh, yeah, that's no, crazy. He, 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 he looks good. He lo- that, that's I'm, good. I'm, I'm not gonna that's say. Good. I'm not gonna be like, okay, he's gonna be the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but he looked, you know, he looked, he looked like he could play. Like yeah, he, he could round. Play. It, was, it was a great, you know, uh, I would say regulation battle early in the season, right? It was nice to see that little who that would be who be would be the you know who's gonna come out the best out of the bottom you know sometimes that that gets heated near the end of the season not so much early on in the city in the in the season but hey you know well yeah, it's, it's nice to hear that you guys got the result and I think uh, I haven't introduced the podcast yet have I I haven't introduced it I think so no I should but so yes uh, welcome back uh, episode five of the Always One podcast. My guys with me here, as always. Kojo to the right of me. How you yeah, doing, buddy? Buddy, had a great weekend. I'm here. Yes, the undefeated Arsenal. weekend of yours. Arsenal won. My two football, two soccer fantasy team won. Mm-hmm. My football fantasy won. Wow. Trophy parlay hit. Wow. My Ravens are winning. Buddy, you take no Possibly. Well then, Raz, over to you while I find uh, these round of applause. Raz is here as well with us. Um, not in the soccer talk. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know if I can back that up. Koji, you had a pretty good weekend, bro. Thank you, bro. Yeah, no, my weekend was me- mediocre. Work, no tickets, just uh, NFL ticket. That's it. But that NFL ticket was a, a winner, was it not? It was a winner indeed. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So, you know, that's a, that's a high as long as you have some yeah. some wins. You know, that's... Yeah. We're back this weekend, just, though. That's what, that's what we're here to do. Yeah, I'll be making my we're EPL to, tickets this we're week. Here to, we're here to provide you guys yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, that's good for you guys. Uh, as um, sad as it may seem, I didn't have any winners... This week, but hey, Ronaldo besides scored. that, Ronaldo scored exactly. Ronaldo that's scored. your win, and yeah, that's a, that's my win. My favorite team's won, as you can see. I have my uh, you my yeah. United jersey on. The Saints went crazy. I have my Saints hat on. Saints went so nuts. I have hat. As long as my teams win, that's all that matters at the end of the day. Because at the end of the day, it's not all about betting, right? It's about having fun. Love it's about game. having fun, the sport, love of the game. And, you know, feeling like a kid again when your team wins. So, me, personally, like having Ronaldo back on the team, it just, I felt young again, you know, that that thrill of having someone like Ronaldo that's, he's going to do something every game, whether it's scoring uh, two goals, whether it's scoring late, or just a game winner, right? So, Mm -hmm. just that electric environment, having the fans back, in Old Trafford and having Ronaldo back is just like it's such a great return to sports, 
right? And then even with like football week one, like it was so exciting having the fans back yeah. in the stadiums, just the you know those feels again, right? And it's been a interesting week for sure uh, in sports, having the first week of football back, having Ronaldo back in Old Trafford, um, F1 race, a very controversial F1 race this weekend as well. Yes. Um, what else was this weekend? Hey, Se- man. Shout second out week to, of college. Shout out to Le- Leila Fernandez as well before you get to college. Oh, the tennis. Yeah. Oh. It was a big US yeah, Open. Yeah, big US, US Open. Open. Shout out to Leila Fernandez. First British person to win since, well, maybe a Long time, yeah, but man, we had some little Canadian news in the sports world. Oh. Fernandez. She's, or he. Oh no, she was she, in the finals, sorry. She was in the she finals, lost, she, she lost, lost in the finals, yeah. Yeah, she's 19. she beat, also, I heard about, what I watched was the semis with the Filipino girl. What's her name? Because she also broke history, I would assume. Yeah, she's so. a British, yeah, she was, that's what I thought, I screwed up the name. She was the first. Sabalenka, I think you're talking about. I think Lynch is talking about Sabalenka, but Radu, R A D U C A N. I don't know how to sp- I don't know how to spell that, bro. Yeah, spell that for me. I don't know how to spell that. Yeah, they even uh, say Emma, man. I think that my first name's Emma. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> well, shout out uh, yes to the Canadian women's, I mean Canadian women tennis player yeah. that won the U.S. She, Open. She lost. She, she lost. She lost. She, lost she was she was unranked to get in. So okay. She had to do a playoff to get in. And yes. I think she beat a lot of people. I think she beat, yeah. um, who she beat? She beat Naomi, no? To get yeah, in. Osaka. She beat Osaka. Osaka. Yeah. Um, and then she beat someone else. She beat like two ranked people to get in. She thought was on her way to the final. Alina. She beat Alina too from, uh, I forget. But she beat the, she's number five. So she beat a lot of people. Actually, 19, man. She's young. Very 19, young. yeah. Yeah, no, it was a good, it was a good day. It was a good, it was a good, good weekend good for sports. Good sports yeah. Nice. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to mention on the U.S. Open? That was it. Oh, Djokovic lost. Djokovic lost in the finals. Yeah. Yeah. Who did he lose to? He lost the world number two, um, Daniel Medvedev um, from Russia. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Go figure, right, Djokovic? You would think he would have it in the wraps, but man had the chance to make history. Okay. That was, uh, that I guess threw us off with the U.S. Open because I wasn't, wasn't really prepared for the U.S. Open. Well, I was leaving. Fast. I, just, I just thought about it. I just, <laughs> I just remember what happened. Sports I just wanted to give a shout out to Leila Fernandez. Shit. Who's Leila Fernandez? No? The Canadian. The Canadian, Canadian girl. 19 year old. Yeah. The 19 year old. Okay, so the 19 year old. I mean, that's how you have to approach it. You have to explain who she is. So I don't know her. You can't just <laughs> shut her out and then not have the background. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> a lot of people do would know Leila Fernandez, though. That's the thing. A lot of people. But you don't are, know that because you have both, listeners and you have to explain both. that. Because yeah. <laughs> you're not really going to know because I don't know. So if you're going to bring her up, you got to explain who she is. Right. So the listeners would know, right? Well, now they don't. Oh, yeah. Yes, now they know. Uh, and now, what else do we want to talk about from this weekend of sports? 
whatever you guys want to talk about. You what winners, happened losers. With, where was the F1? F1? It was yeah. in Monza, Italy. Okay, and what yeah. happened? There was a crash with that. So, um, there was a crash. Crash between, um, crash between the two, the two um, basically title contenders, Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton. Um, so essentially, um, on the first turn, I guess in F1 sports, there's something called like a chicane that's kind of like a turn. So you make a quick sharp right or a quick sharp left. Um, so it's the first turn of the lap. Um, Lewis Hamilton is coming out of the pit lane from his pit stop. Max Verstappen had a poor pit stop, so I guess he's been pit mad the whole race. So as they're coming up on the turn, um, Lewis is ahead going into the turn. So based on racing and based on racing etiquette in F1, essentially it's Lewis's turn. And Lewis's turn, so Max Verstappen can't really make a play at it. He has to, he should be backing off. So Lewis squeezes him into the first turn, and then basically while they're going into the next turn, um, Max Verstappen hits like a little a little divot in the side of the road, pops up his car, and his car ends up on top of uh, Lewis Hamilton's. Luckily, an advancement of in the racing cars now, they have like a little halo on top of their car. If it wasn't for that halo, Lewis Hamilton probably would have been dead. And what's Max's penalty? Is this penalty going to um, be in, in his next race? A or? three, a three good penalty in his next race. So a three position penalty. penalty. So he starts somewhere else. So yes, yeah, so depending on where he finishes. So after qualifiers, let's say if he finishes in um, first and he gets mm-hmm. pole position, he'll finish in. He'll start the race in fourth. Ah, I see. Okay, that's uh, pretty interesting, I would say. So yeah, Danny Ricardo ended up winning. Um, Danny! Uh, I remember him from uh, the um, Netflix season. Mm, the Australian boy. The superstar. Lando Norris, young British guy, who got second. Yeah. And shouts out to Val- Valerie Bottas. Because Valerie Bottas took a... Because basically in, F- in F1, he could only use three engines mm-hmm. in the whole season. Valerie Bottas had to go into his fourth engine. So with that, even though he finished... He won the qualifying spot, but he was supposed to start in first... Yeah. That engine penalty made him start in last. Oh. Um, finishing in third place. Eight minute, oh, okay, wow. So shout out to Valdry Bottas. That's amazing. Oh. Yeah, it was a very fun race. It was a very fun race to watch. Nice, nice. Okay, so do you think we should get into fantasy woes for this week one? Nah, I got no woes. I got hello woes. Yeah, let's take it away. Well, oh, I know, Raz, you were on the page and you posted couple uh, players that you left on your bench, mm-hmm. your fantasy players that you left on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> hey, even though I left them, I don't know how I won, because Barkley, Henry, and Ayuk gave me 10 points, like I was mentioning earlier. But luckily mm-hmm. for me, the other man had Zeke, Evans, and Gesek from Miami. Mm-hmm. But the ones I left in our league where I'm facing you, I left Antonio Brown on the bench. I don't know he was going to go off like that. I had no mm-hmm. idea. That's okay. I'm winning. Shout out Tom Brazy, you know? Tom Brazy. Yeah. Looks out that, for his friends. Uh, that looked was up, a... For me, man. That was a great little season opener. Looked out for me, man. Uh, we could probably go in and start from there. The first game of the NFL season with Tom mm-hmm. Brady, uh, just from fantasy. He destroyed me because I was going against him in this league that I found out is a strictly just a quarterback league. If you have a good quarterback, you're going to win. And I don't have Tom Brady, 
So when he put up 65 points, <laughs> Jesus Christ! That's I was I already lost before I already lost before it even started on Sunday. So, so yeah, 65 points is insanity. That's a whole team's points. So, <laughs> so moral of the story, really and truly, you lose to Tom Brady in fantasy, and you lose to him in real life. You know. And that's just how it goes in football. Cause it's, well, we, as we can see, going from Tampa Bay versus Dallas, that opener, which was an amazing game. It was a very good game. Um, very high scoring, back and forth, um, turnovers, um, a game-winning drive, uh, a two-minute offense executed by who else? Tom Brady getting only. that win for Tampa. Um, Tampa looked good. It was great to see Dak back in action um, from his gruesome injury from last year. So that was that was nice to see, so and use, he played well. Should we use a lifeline? Someone you waited by the phone. Should we get him and see what he has to say about his his, his Cowboys uniform? Do you think he'll pick up this time? I don't know. Just read him by the phone. Oh, okay. Well, give him a ring a ding ding. Let's see. Let's phone a friend. Yes, it is time for the phone call segment where we try to call a guest and hopefully they pick up and we get to have a conversation. Uh, Mr. Mr. Zachary Brown, uh, am I speaking with you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm live on air. What's up? What's up? How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Nice. How's everybody? Who's there? Who's there? Bobby Betts in there? No, Bobby Betts is not here today, and shout out Bobby Betts. It is his birthday today. Happy uh, birthday to Mr. Bobby Betts. Uh, but yeah, we have Kojo in here. We have Raz in here as well. Uh, and right. we just uh, came up of the conversation of Tampa Bay versus the Dallas Cowboys, opening up week one of the NFL season. Uh, and we were just speaking on Dak's return um, from his gruesome injury. So yeah. it was nice to see Dak back. Um, you look good, and we just want to say, uh, how do you feel about your team going into that week one performance? So, I think Dak proved a lot of people wrong. Obviously, a uh, huge game from him. Looks healthy, didn't look scared at all or timid in the pocket. Um, made some really nice throws. Um, I just think, overall, I think that that game was a little bit sloppy. A lot of drop balls, turnovers on both sides of the ball, both both teams. And then, you know, the Cowboys just don't they, they don't learn their lesson. You know, multiple games they've uh they've had leads or a one or two point lead going into, you know, a, a critical part of the game at the end of the game and we lead too much time on the clock. Aaron Rodgers has burned us many times before and Brady did it to us this time. So, uh Watch, rinse, repeat. Life of a Cowboys fan. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's the AT&T way. Um, hopefully, things <laughs> will look better uh, going into week two, as we've seen um, by Magic Johnson. Are you as excited as Magic Johnson is uh, going into week two against the, the LA Chargers? Yeah. Uh, I was reading the tweet. <laughs> word by word. I was like, okay, Justin Herbert, Dak Prescott. All right. 
Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper. All right. And he said, Joey Bosa, Jalen Smith. <laughs> 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 like Jalen Smith. Oh, my oh, God. Man. But, um, no, I am excited for week two. Um, I think the Chargers have no fans in L.A., mm-hmm. so that should be a Cowboys home game, essentially. Yeah, you're um, right. It will be a tough game. I just think every game the Cowboys play this year is going to be entertaining because our defense is so bad, but yeah. our offense is so good. Yeah. So, therefore, uh, it'll probably be back and forth, and we'll see if we can pull it out. Hopefully, uh, Herbert doesn't do the same thing to us, but he's only a second-year QB, so I think we can pull it out. 100%. So, I'm looking at the line right now, uh, and it has the LA Chargers favored by three, which is makes sense because they're at home. Um, but you would say to take the plus three with the Dallas Cowboys. Or what would be say, your best bet for this game? I'm going to say take the Cowboys plus three. Like I mentioned, I don't think it's a true road game. I think the Cowboys fans will have a presence at the game. I think, um, yes, it's a tough loss with Lyle Collins, our offensive tackle, being suspended, but we do get Zach Martin back. Um, Gallup is hurt. But we still have a pretty loaded wide receiver core. You know, I like our, our backup receivers after C.D. Lamb and Cooper. So I think all in all, I think we should do enough to, to win the game. I would take the Cowboys plus three. All right, you heard it here from the man himself, ZB. Take yes, the Dallas Cowboys plus three. But uh, I don't want to keep you on the line. It is late. I know you have a busy day and a new life to live. Uh, congratulations on that. So, Thank you. yes, Thank you. Uh, you enjoy the rest of your night. You say hi, na- hi to Nancy for me, and uh, thanks for having you on the air. Will do. Thank you guys for having me. Looking forward to next week. Yes. Or the week after, whatever. Consistency. Just consistency. Yes, sir. All right. Peace. Right, Appreciate you, Will. Later. All right, so that was ZB on the line uh, live uh, with his pick. He said pick the Dallas Cowboys in L.A. He made some good points. He was right. I think it was a, to a solid, cover. A solid, solid pick. Yeah, Dallas looked good. Uh, they have an offense. Uh, the only takeaway that I would say from Dallas is take the over. They're going to be able to score, and they don't have a defense like you said, right? So the over for this Dallas versus Chargers game is 55, which is very high. But who knows? I feel like all the games – that Dallas are going to be in, they're scoring at least 30. And if they're scoring 30 in a win or a loss, uh, the other team's going to have to score two to catch up. And as we've seen with the Lions and the Niners game, the game's never over till it's over, right? So there's a lot of room for backdooring, and there's a lot of room for just garbage time points. Uh, so off the Dallas and Tampa game, um, we should get into some other week one overreactions. Because every time week one comes around, we have our preseason thoughts. And people talk about football two, three months ahead of the season. The preseason comes. Week one is finally here. And what you expect <laughs> does not happen, right? And Which is fair, sports. The ball is not round. It's an egg, but anything can happen. Anything can happen. Tossing no. that pigskin around, right? Um, I was surprised by a few things that happened this week. 
Um, and I learned a lot, but I don't want to panic because it's week one, of course. Uh, does anyone want to start? Raz, what would you say was your overreaction in week one from watching the game and you're like, maybe I was wrong going into the season and it's going to be totally different throughout this season. The Vikings never seem to disappoint me. Vikings, eh? You're going with the Vikings? I was going to go with the Packers, but I'm going to let you break that one down. But yeah, Vikings just seem to be the Vikings, man. I don't know what it is about that team. Like, you're playing the Bengals. That is a game you should be able to win. I don't know. I was big on them, like I said, last episode. I think I took them negative three, but last minute I changed it, but... My reaction is this Vikings team is probably gonna. I don't know if they're gonna end at, at the end of the division, but they're not looking good. Like I don't know how you lose to the Bengals in overtime. I mean, well, well Cook fumbled the ball, but Vikings week one. I don't know, man. The Kirk Cousins era in Minnesota is not it. Well, that's fair to say. Um, but I it, it's an overreaction at the end of the day, right? Yeah. So that makes sense for you to say. Uh, I know Bengals and Vikings, when they played last year, they had a... No, I don't think when they played last year. But I remember Vikings, they always start the season kind of shaky. But then the thing is with Vikings, like they have so many offensive weapons. They just have a shaky quarterback in Kirk Cousin that could put up 30, 40 fantasy points mm-hmm. one week. And then the next week, he's getting sacked or getting pressured. And then also... With the Vikings, um, their defense didn't look the greatest. They gave up some big plays. Um, it was nice to see those LSU boys connect. Um, seeing Joe Burrow back from his injury, connecting with his uh, his ex receiver, well now current receiver Jamar Chase, uh, for a big t- big score. So Vikings, I think they'll figure it out when they get back home. Like they're a team that. I won't put them in the stay away in week two mm. basket that we'll talk to, talk about later on in the episode. But yeah. is that your only overreaction uh, for? No, and the other overreaction is the Cardinals might be the real deal this year. That's a super overreaction. <laughs> That's a super overreaction. Because <laughs> they do this, they do the Cards <laughs> do this, do this every, every year. year. They do this every year. They're every gonna start year. off hot. Uh, Kyler does a lot, as you can see, he's healthy now. Clearly, last season he was. A bit unhealthy, especially to the tail end of the season, and then injuries happen, and he's gonna get hit. He's gonna run. He's gonna get. He's a small guy, so as the season progresses, he might be slowing down. He won't be able to make the passes on the run like he did in week one. Um, but Titans, if you want to talk the, about the cards mm-hmm. be blowing out the Titans, yeah, a Titan was my lock. Yeah, <laughs> Titans was Bobby Betts' lock, right? And he said it on the pod, and that was the one we were way off on. Because I really like the Titans. Um, but I guess it was one of those things, like anything. Like, if you put a bunch of stars on a team, mm-hmm. right, it's not going to mesh right away. Yeah. Right? And, it's, and you have Julio, A.J. Brown, you have Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry had a poor game. Julio Jones had a poor game. A.J. Brown's the only one that had a solid game. Mm-hmm. Right? So I feel like with the Titans, they're going to be a team that goes on a run late. Right when it gets cold and they can pound the ball with yeah. Derrick Henry and then play action, 
with AJ and Julio, then it's gonna be a, they're gonna be a tough team to beat. But Titans are definitely I'm putting them in the stay away week two basket just because I think they're gonna take a while to figure out themselves because they're at home, right? Mm-hmm. And they lost that game at home, so yeah. it's not like they were on the road or anything like that, right? Yeah. And this is a Cardinals team that. Yes, they have a off. They have offensive firepower, and Chandler Jones had five sacks. Five sacks, which is crazy. Um, so who knows? I feel like they just didn't get up for that game, and that happens, yeah. right? And that's why it's week one overreactions. Yeah. So, Titans and Cards. That game in itself was a whole overreaction because I don't think that paints the picture of how both those team seasons will go. And then just building off the Tennessee point. They're the type of team if they fall behind. Like, if you watch the game, when Titans got the ball in the first possession and they fumbled it and Arizona returned it for a touchdown, Tennessee is not the type of team that could play from behind to win games. They have to get their ground game going and put scores up equally or if not more points than the other team before they can take away leads. So, like, I'm, I know what you're saying, but I'm just building on to that, saying that Tennessee just had a negative game in a sense to start off the game so that's why they couldn't get going really and truly to begin the game yeah yeah I agree uh, do you have any other overreactions for mm. week one no I think that's it for now maybe if, once you guys start speaking maybe I'll add on to your overreactions mm-hmm. but those yeah. are the top two I would say yeah so okay so let me ask you this then so who are your cross off bad teams coming out of week one. Man, Giants looked horrible. Giants, yeah. Horrible. We're gonna. I know we we start talking about Houston and Jags because Jags made Houston look elite. Mm-hmm. Jags are just bad, 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 bad. And Jets are equally as bad. They're gonna they're gonna kill Jack uh, Zach Wilson this year. They're gonna get him killed. You think the Jets are bad? I don't think the Jets are that bad. No, Jets' O-line is horrendous. Well, I didn't watch that game because that game shouldn't have been in red zone. Uh, so, it didn't really come up that much. But when it did, it did. But I'm not sure how that game went. Mm-hmm. But, of course, you would be able to speak more to it since you're the Panthers fan, right? Versus the Jets. So. Yeah. But the Panthers were trying things that they shouldn't have. Like, they got the lead 9 nothing, and then they started doing things that I don't know what they were trying to do for but it's it's a thing with Panthers that it's going to take time for them to build on yeah it's not going to be a game that's going to be on red zone because Sam Darnold is still trying to learn the offense and like any team that adds a new quarterback or adds new additions I think we saw in week one they had a slow time learning like Julio in Tennessee he didn't stand out at all mm-hmm. so in that sense yeah like it's going to take a while but Zach Wilson's O-line was not protecting him at all. He got hit quite a bit in that game. But he does have the ability to get outside the pocket and run around and not get chased. Mm-hmm. But it, he gets hit a lot. He got hit a lot, I should say. Not hit. So, okay. So, you're saying Giants, Jets, and who else? Jags. Jags. Any team that's playing the Jags are probably better game. Okay. So, those are your... Those are your so... Okay, that's cool. Okay. Well, then I'll go into uh, my week one overreactions, uh, and then we can go into the panic button segment. 
So my week one uh, overreactions. Atlanta Falcons every year. Every single year, they're that one team you put in a parlay because you you think you can trust them. And you really can't take the Falcons when they're favored. If they're favored in a game, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense to take them because they're a team that just comes up short in positions where they're supposed to succeed. Right? And time and time again, there's no reason why the Falcons should be getting blown out um, at home against the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Right? They lost like 32 to 6, so they could barely score. Yeah, like that's like that's crazy, right? But uh, th- then again, it's an overreaction. But I don't. It's one of the overreactions that I don't think is an overreaction because Matt Ryan looks like he's washed up, right? They have all these weapons, and then Matt Ryan just. It's gonna be tough for him to make it through the season. Like he's gonna be touching that. Drew Brees type mm-hmm. part of his um, career where as long as the game the season goes along like it's gonna be hard for him to just perform well every game so it's gonna be very tough for them and they have Tampa Bay coming up next and they're not gonna win that game right but can they cover who knows but the line is huge in that game too yeah I understand that and I'm just saying my overreaction would just be not to bet not to bet on the Atlanta Falcons because they're not a team that will come through for you at all. Uh, my other overreaction comes from the Buffalo Bills. So, Buffalo Bills, why I say that? Um, because of the future bets we have tied in with Buffalo. Right. We have them have the best record. Mm-hmm. And we have Josh Allen to win the MVP. We do. Um, yes, they lost to the Steelers, but the Steelers looked like a a good team still, right? And it happens every year. Last year, it was the same thing. Mm-hmm. No one was high on the Steelers. And it's Tomlin, man. Yeah. Tomlin, you can trust Tomlin to get wins and make sure that the Steelers are ready every season. Right, because I now I look at the Steelers, and the overreaction is why, from the Buffalo to the Buffalo, I would look at my overreaction is the Buffalo game, against the Steelers, because now I'm looking at the Steelers as, they can possibly win the AFC South, right? Right. So, we'll see how that goes, but that was very interesting, and of course my final overreaction is the Jags. And the reason why it's the Jags because they look terrible. They got blown out by Houston, which a team that's supposed to have the worst record in the NFL this year, and you're getting blown out. Yes, new coach. Yes, rookie quarterback. So the signs are there. Really and truly, the signs are there mm-hmm. um, to take Houston. I don't know why. We just ignored it. A lot, like a lot of things that I listened to when I was reading articles and listening to different podcasts. They were on that side of taking Houston because of the rookie coach, rookie quarterback. Like, you could clearly tell that the Jags didn't get up for that game. Mm-hmm. And it was on the road, too. So that makes even more sense that why they just got 
shell-shocked by just being down, and then they couldn't get back into the game. So, yes, it may be an overreaction because I my overreaction is Jags being the worst team in football and Urban Myers not even making it halfway through the season. Wow. Like I say, Urban Myers, first coach, first coach fired. It's my overreaction from watching uh, week one Jacksonville football. So, yes, it's a bit of a stretch, but we're going to see. But, yeah, that's my three uh, big tech takeaways. The Jags, the Falcons, and from the best game of the week, I would say the Buffalo Bills versus the Steelers. That was very telling because now it's a Buffalo team that has to face Miami next week, which is another divisional game. So that's a big game that who knows, right? And it's a close spread, right? And I think it's in Miami. It's in Miami, three and a half. So playing in Miami is always tough, right? Because they have a decent defense. And Tua, Tua's a game manager. That's all I can say. He's not going to make big plays. He's going to manage the game and complete first downs and get first downs from time to yeah. time. That's all. Um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, should we get into panic? Let's get into the panic button. So I'm going to ask you guys a few questions. Okay. And then we're going to deep dive. Yes, Kojo. I'm going to ask you a few questions. I'm going to ask you a couple questions. And I'm going to see if you're buying the panic. Or if you're going to sell the panic. Alright? So, buying, of course, would mean you should panic. And selling, of course, means no, nothing to worry about. You know what I mean? Just sell it. That's not going to go back up in stock. <laughs> it's not going to go back in the, up in the market. I can just sell it. I don't have to hold on to it. Um, so, yeah, Coach, I'll start with you then. As we mentioned early uh, in the episode... Arsenal Football Club gets their first victory. Wow. Would you look at that? Yeah, first victory of the season. The season started. Yeah, the season finally started. I haven't asked my question yet, sir. I'm going to say, to me, that's when our season started. I just think our season started um, with everything that was going on with the club. I think that was our first game. That was when our season actually started, but we'll see. But anyways, yeah, you can ask your question. Okay, so the panic button around the Arsenal Football Club, right? You start off the season 0-3. Um, you finally get your feet wet with putting the ball in the net and uh, a victory. Yet, you dominated the game. You had a majority of the possession. And you only came out of that game one nothing. So, my question to you. Um, yes, they got their victory. And yes, it was um, a clean sheet. But do you think this... Win results in Arsenal turning the season around. Are you buying that or are you panicking? In terms of turning the season around, like what do you mean turning the season around? Like making a making a title race, like making it a race to the title, or well, we we know what our we we know what our discussion what is because of course title race is that's, not in the discussion. Our thing is we know what we're considering top ten. That is we're the ceiling. Above, we're gonna finish above top ten. Okay, so you're not panicking no. from the slow start? No. Okay, so you're selling the panic. Selling yeah. it. Yeah, okay, perfect. Okay. 
I feel with the way, t- to be honest, with the way our season started with the players being out, mm-hmm. I'm happy we honestly paid Chelsea and Chelsea and Chelsea and City. Okay. But to be honest, those are games, even at full strength, we wouldn't be favored to win. So, like, let's say if we, yeah, we lost to Brentford. If we played someone like, let's say, Brighton, who's been playing great, mm-hmm. lost to Brighton. <laughs> and then let's say we played um, Everton or maybe someone like, um, who else? West Ham, who's been playing great, mm-hmm. lost those two games. Then I can say, eh, might have to hit the panic button because, yeah, now we still have to play Chelsea. Now we're going to lose those games. Now that's, what, five, six losses already at the beginning of the season. So... We lost two games that most most likely we're either gonna maybe get a point from if we could or if we were gonna lose. So we got those games out of the way. Now we're back up full strength. Now we can make our now we can pick up our points on the board and get our wins. Okay, great. I like that. Good job. Now Raz, over to you. My question for you is: Dak Prescott, comeback player of the year. Are you panicking, or are you selling that? I am panicking. Panicking, okay. Why? Because Joe Burrow is still alive and well. Is it uh, Joe Burrow your concern or uh, that guy in New Orleans? That guy in New Orleans? Uh, I'm just asking the question. So I'm just answering the question. So you're saying you are in concern yes. of Dak winning the comeback player of the year I am. because of the competition that has arised. Week one overreaction, typical, yes. Okay. Because you can't, you can't ignore the game that Jameis had. If you looked at the stats and you didn't put a name to it, you would think that it's Rodgers who had the five TDs mm-hmm. when the two interceptions going into Jameis. But it's hard to ignore. I'll just say Sean Payton is a great coach. Mm-hmm. Jameis is alive and well. Joe Burrow is alive and well. Saquon is not probably going to win that. CMC mm-hmm. might get into that conversation. But since it's a quarterback-driven league, I think Dak has some competition going into week two. But, hey, man, Zeke going to look good, so Dak is going to be throwing the ball a whole lot. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I disagree. I feel like uh, looking at that award, I would say Dak definitely is still in the lead. So yeah. I, I that's why I wouldn't I wouldn't panic at all because Dak. They're the Cowboys. Three, he threw four touchdowns, three touchdowns or four touchdowns. Three. three touchdowns and he looked good and people were diving at his legs like they're putting. This is a Tampa Bay team that is supposed to go back to the Super Bowl, and Dallas was two minutes away from winning that game, and the reason why that was was Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, yeah. So, I'm not really concerned about that one. But, hey, we'll see. Next question. Uh, I will aim it again at you, Raz. Packers to win the division. Panicking? Or nothing to worry about? Uh, Nothing to worry about until Justin Fields gets on the field for Bears. Mm. If they have a lead by then. But, no, I'm not not panicking on that. No. I I don't see any reason yet. To panic, I don't know what type of game that Aaron Rodgers had because the narrative could very well be if this is week four and they're one and three, two and two, that Aaron Rodgers was making all this noise in the offseason 
to their managers, but yet he's not produced on the field. So, given the history of A-Rod, it suggests that he will have a turnaround game week two, and hopefully it's a kick in the ass that he needed in week one that he got. I'm not, I'm not panicking on that. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, and also, it's just the competition within that division yeah, as well. Like, Lions are not good. 0-1. Uh, Vikings. 0-1. Everyone in the division is 0-1. So, it's, it's yeah. at the end of the day, the division is 0-0. Yeah. Kojo, over to you. Uh, we are live watching the Ravens and Raiders game on Monday Night Football. As we see, the Ravens are up seven points, and Josh Jacob has just gone into the end zone. So, are you panicking that the Ravens <laughs> that might lose this game? That is or crazy time. I do this, man. <laughs> what call did he make? This man called. Hey, it's it, a pod it, father. No, I'm no. the pod father. This Let's go. So back to the savvy. back to the segment. Don't ruin the segment, please. Kojo, your team's tied, 17-17, or we'll wait to the point after. 17-17, going to the fourth, 10 minutes left. Are you panicking this win, or are you selling the panic because you have Lamar Jackson back there? I'm going to believe in LJ. Uh, a lot of key people, though. Uh, no running backs. Um, ACL bug smacked the smack by team. So um, I, believe in, I, believe in my, I believe in Lamar Jackson. I believe he'll be able to get it done. You do understand he just fumbled yeah, no, to bad. give the Raiders this ball. I'm watching the game. Mm. I'm watching the game. This is live on the air, and yes, you will look like a fool again if this is another one of those things you get wrong on air. We have a podcast, and things are get yeah, tra- get tracked. Maybe, 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 I'm, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm getting, maybe I'm getting my, maybe I'm getting my takes wrong. But you know what I'm not getting wrong? These parlays are getting wrong. We'll get into it. Shh. Don't worry, we will we will get into the recaps of our winners and losers. Uh, I just want to ask one more panic or sell question. So yes, Kojo, you said Ravens end up winning this game. They end up winning the game. Let me just hear it for the audio. We win the game. Say the Ravens team name. Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> Baltimore Ravens. Uh huh. All right. Seventeen seventeen going to the fourth. Ten minutes left. Listeners, I do have Raiders plus 4.5 going right now. So, hey, I'm calm, cool, collective. What are you doing? Hey. You selling? Hey, clearly I'm buying. I'm not even looking at the cash (laughs) out. You find myself in a cash out, Google? I don't. I'm cooling, just, you know, potting with the guys. Simple stuff. Uh, Last question I do want to ask you, Raz. Yep. We mentioned Buffalo Bills. Mm -hmm. We mentioned Josh Allen, or not. Really, but Josh Allen, MVP, react. Uh, there's a guy down in Seattle. There's a guy down in New Orleans too. Lots of places, I'm not. I'm not panicking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 hey! Cut that out. There's a guy in Kansas City. Yeah. Hey. Patrick Mahomes. There's, there's a guy in Tampa. Like, there's a yeah. guy still here, and go, but go ahead. Where, no. where, where are you on that Josh Allen? I'm not. I'm not panicking yet. Okay. I'm not panicking. I think this is the. Uh, I want to say if this was week six, mm-hmm. and he's struggling. Yeah, obviously panic, all time high. 
Yeah. Week one, shaking the rust off. He's got his big contract. He's got something to prove. Bills Mafia is here. Bills, they're looking... Well, they're healthy, I will say. Um, they played a stellar defense because really all the majority of the points that came from the Steelers were special teams mm-hmm. and the effort of the defense because the Steelers' offense does not look that good. Yeah. 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 Their defense was the. If Steelers don't have the defense, Allen has a crazier game. Mm-hmm. So I'm not. I'm not panicking. A week one overreaction would be to panic, but I'm not panicking. Okay. Yeah. Well, my panic and concern with Josh Allen is, uh, he does a lot. He takes a lot of hits. Like he does so much for that team to be effective. Yeah. Like he has to run 100%. the ball. They give him design run plays. He has to make things work with his legs, and it was just very, like, concerning in the Steelers game. Right. But that's the Steelers. They clearly have a top-five defense, I would say. Yes, right? I agree. So, I agree. will that happen against Miami, where he's struggling the same way? I don't like to think so. I feel like they'll have a back, a um, a better no. performance going then, into week two. Sorry, a bounce back game. Sorry, yeah, sorry really to meant. say this, but I also think a Miami defense that let Mac Jones hang in the game. Yeah, he, he was back with Bel- Belichick, mm-hmm. but the score was seventeen sixteen. Like you said, two is a really good game manager. Manager, game yeah. manager. Yeah, Bills defense is not gonna let you hang in the game like that. Right, right, right. So yeah, week two could week three we could have be having a different conversation, you know. But hundred percent. So in that aspect, I'm not panicked one bit. But like I said, if this was week four, five, six, yeah, then it's a conversation that I would panic on. Yeah, like I said, it's week one is all about panicking and yeah. overreactions, right? Like we've seen Russell Wilson clear MVP for mm-hmm. through the first five games. Yes, and classic, and ended up being Aaron Rodgers. So yeah. it's a long season. There's a lot that can happen: injuries, knock on wood, or just you know, yeah. So you never mm-hmm. know. Um, do you guys have any uh, questions for me? Uh, panic questions? Panic cell questions? Don't have any questions for you, but you haven't said anything about your Saints this whole Well, that's segment. a question, sir. I'm asking you to make a comment about your offense. I, I don't have any questions. I'm just... Well, the the, the part of the se- the point of the segment is panic or sell. So you can ask me, am I panicking so or overreacting to my Saints? Who did, you who did you take to win that division? Who did I take to win the division? division yeah. I took the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So are you going to ask me if I'm panicking? Oh. If Tampa's going to win that division? Because of my Saints? Possibly. You know what I mean? Like, hey, we'll see. We see each other week four. Or with the, before the bye week, I think. I'm not really sure. Um, but, no, I'm not really panicking. And... Raz, what were, your, what were your what were your expectations for your team this 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 year this season? Well, as you um, as you guys may know, or as I mentioned, I did have Packers winning exactly. that game, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Uh, so I am definitely I I am not gonna overreact to my Saints and the victory. I just think it was more of the Packers played poorly, and they didn't get up for the game. And it being in Jacksonville, I just feel like Matt LaFleur didn't really manage. Matt LaFleur, I say, Ma- Ma- Matt LaFleur didn't. Ma- I say, hey, 
Sir, can I answer the question? Can I answer the question? (laughs) You wanted me to comment on my Saints, right? So, like I said, I feel like Matt LaFleur and the Packers team with all the media nonsense that they had to go through the offseason, the Packers definitely didn't look like a team that was prepared uh, for that game. And what we all found out is Saints still have a great team. Right? They have a great team. They have a great system. They have a great core. And they have Sean Payton, which is, I'll say, one of the best coaches in the NFL. Yeah. A top mm-hmm. five coach mm-hmm. every year. Yeah, right? That's a, that's a crazy yeah. stat, too. They showed that, uh, what, Aaron Rodgers only had five interceptions last season? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and he has two. Have, yeah, two wins in attempts. Yeah. yeah. So, so I think the Saints defense will probably be a top five defense. Uh, and now we have to transition to a team. That has to be defense first and then offense. We've always been a team where we have Drew Brees and we can rely on Drew Brees to get it done, and he usually gets it done. Now we have to be a team that's good against the run and a team that's not giving up big plays, right? And I think with Drew Brees' injuries last year, with him not being Drew Brees, our defense has had to step up in previous seasons. And now we're more of a team that now we have a better defense than an offense, finally, right? Because um, what? Packers didn't even score a touchdown. No. Who would have thought that? No Devontae Adams mm-hmm. touchdown. No one, right? So two interceptions. Like, So I'm optimistic about uh, my Saints and the defense. Jameis Winston, five touchdowns. Yes, you have to put him in the conversation of MVP because he had the best um, week one. So, we'll see how the season goes. I'm not in panic mode, but there's nothing to panic about because I'm just watching as a fan. I did not bet for my Saints to win nine games or win the division. So, it just feels nice to get a win. It feels very nice to get a win. Uh, And a convincing win. Yeah, and... I was waiting for the question from from Raz. I kind of threw the alley to see if he to see if he had a question for me. As we have a matchup in week two, New Orleans Saints against the Carolina Panthers. Week two early, we usually we usually play them early. I mean, we usually beat them early, and we usually beat them late. So, um, it's a new season. Who knows what will happen? They have a new quarterback. We have a new quarterback. It's a one o'clock game. One o'clock game. Should there be a friendly wager? Three and a half. Possibly. Should, I think we should. Possibly. Should there be a friendly wager? What would the wager be? Yeah. Though? Well, what? Yeah, it's up to you guys to decide, though. Um, that's that's fine with me. Yeah, um, we can talk it. We can talk about it. Well, the thing the, week. the thing is, we both have two quarterbacks. Two quarterbacks that were our favorite quarterbacks, that are both out the league. Yeah. Right now, right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. You're reading my mind. Look at that. Yeah. So, how about that? Um, friendly wager here, live on air. If my New Orleans Saints walk into Carolina uh, and walk away with a victory, which mm-hmm. I think they will, you know, come on. Um, I would like you to, I'll dust it off, get it out my um, 
my closet, that nice little Drew Brees jersey in white. And uh, I would like you to slap that on for episode six of the Always One podcast. If it fits, I'll wear it. Okay. If, if then it's the opposite, you know? Yeah, so you want me to... I, I do have... My dad is a, a Cam Newton fan, so mm-hmm. I do have a Cam Newton jersey that I can definitely throw on my shoulder, but... I don't think that's happening. What is the spread for that? Is three and a half. Three and a half. Oh yeah, and uh, look at that. Would you look at that, Kojo? Eh, faith, faith in his side hey, to get that touchdown. Allah doesn't want him to take any L this weekend. Yeah, clearly, yeah, clearly, an undefeated week. Yeah, when for you have Kojo. a good, you have a good. Well, on that note, no better time to transition over to talk about our. Recap of the week. The always one W O N winner, Kojo, yeah. with a, a heater. Never seen it before in my life. A heater. Oh, one week it was it was Bobby <laughs> Betts. Now it's filth with the big filthy parlays. Man, I'm just doing it for the pod. Let it be. Well, of course you have to get your shit off, but let's get this shit, man. Yes, Kojo, you had a winner. Let me get the soundboard out for you. You know what I mean? Because you should feel good about getting wins. You know, wh- wh- what would you like? What You want some claps? You know, some cheers? Yeah. Look at that. Look at you. Look at you. So, yeah, yeah over to you. Your winner. Uh, you posted it on the page. So, a few of you probably already saw it on the page. And he did give it out. On episode four, um, the All Is One podcast. So, what was that winner that you gave out? I believe it was a soccer parlay. Yeah, it was. It was a six-team soccer parlay. Um, it was first one I had was Arsenal over Norwich. I trusted my side at home. This guy is insane. <laughs> I trusted my side at home back in the MS. Stars, Ronaldo back home, back in Old Trafford. Um, to me, it was it made no sense. It made made perfect sense to take United. There was no way United was not going to get the result that game. Um, Liverpool over Leeds. That was one of the ones that worried me. Um, Leeds Leeds has had a bad start, but I thought this was going to be the games where this was going to be a game where they turn up. I think Leeds. I think Leeds is a bad team this year. I think yeah, that's why I, yeah. I think they're I think they're the I think they're gonna be the Southampton of last of last year. Yeah, but I thought they could they could turn up and be the leads that they were last year. Mm-hmm. But it I think like that's, that's, that's yeah. not gonna be the case. Agreed. Um, took PSG over over Claremont Foot. Mm-hmm. Easy game. Yeah. Um, and Herrera scored two early, crazy. Um, Bayern, mm. great, Bayern Munich over RB. That one had some great odds, but. Again, Bayern Munich beat Bayern Munich, walking over them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I had my last leg, um, Real Madrid versus Celtic Vigo. Mm. That was a thrill. You know, mm, get game, into the thrill of that one. That, that one was... was that, uh, game is, uh, that game is honestly the reason why, the reason why I do this. Jeez. The reason why we do this. Just <laughs> makes, watch the game so much more fun. So. Let's go. Real Madrid at home versus Celtic Vigo. Celtic Vigo's la- third last in the league. So you think that's like an easy win, right? Mm-hmm. Real Madrid at home. Five minutes in, 
Mm-hmm. Um, self degree goes up. Um, one nothing. You know. That <laughs> is. I'm scratching my head wondering oh what's going on. I'm wondering what's going on. Like what we did at home. Whatever. Big Benz comes back about 15 minutes later, scores the equalizer. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, big big body Benz. And then Celtic Green comes back and scores two one. Oh boy. Um, so goes into half. Um, Celtic Green go up two one. I'm kind of nervous. I'm at the point where I'm like. Yeah, yeah, you're almost there. You're I'm almost at, there. I'm, 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 I'm going down. I'm at like I'm at like 150 right now. Yeah. I'm hoping like man, let's just Real Madrid put this in the back of the net. Um, get my cash at about 200. Maybe I might just cash out. You know, mm-hmm. go to dinner tonight. It's gonna be expensive. <laughs> <laughs> but Real Madrid scored early. Scored first minute into the second half. So once I knew they scored early, I knew it was gonna be it was gonna be a rout. Um, let's scored go. Again, scored again, and then. Kamavinga scores in his debut to make it 5-2. So easy. Um, it was a nice little $30 stake. Nice. Um, ended up with a return of three fifty seven. So Yes, sir. Nice. Big money. My, yeah. Paid for my 16-ounce stake. Um, so it was nice. It was nice. Yeah, that's good to hear. And, I, and hopefully someone out there took a few picks off that part that you gave out, you yeah, know, and they could have been celebrating with you. Someone took it too. We made some money together, though. So That's if you did about. follow suit, cheers to you and your winnings as well. Uh, we have an NFL Week 1 winner as well. Raz, over to you. Yeah. I took the Dallas 9.5 uh, on Thursday. That was insane. Then I took the Hawks, Seahawks, minus 2.5. <laughs> Bam, let the, let the thing go. And then you can speak. Go ahead. Steelers six and a half. And uh, to cover. To cover, yeah, and then Browns plus six to cover as well, which was scary, which was two points or two point conversion away from being a push mm-hmm. on Patrick Mahomes. But yeah, yeah, that hit. Uh, I just put ten on it, got one twenty back. Mm-hmm. A win is a win, in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. Well, congrats to you. Uh, that you. was also put out on the page as well. Um, and that was a winner, so good for you putting that out. Hopefully someone followed that up as well. Um, and would you look at that? We have a tight one in Las Vegas. Live update, we have the Raiders driving <laughs> with, the with four minutes left. The Henry Ruggs hit this over. Two and a half catches, cha-ching, on that one. Uh, I kind of need Raiders to score here, no offense, because I have them plus four and a half. Um, But now we need to switch over to myself with the one, the only one that got away. (laughs) It'd be like the... I mean, it happens, man. Always one. It happens. Two hours, we do this on purpose. Like, you got to stay on grass. Yeah. It's always one. That's what I like to we, tell we, them. We, we rotate. Some, somebody's got to happen. We yeah. rotate. This, this week was Lynch's turn. We'll see who's next Make week. Make for we'll content. See we'll see whose turn it is next week. It may be me after this week. Yes, 
I did have a rough, rough week. Um, I took a parlay, a 14 parlay. I had the Dolphins to cover the plus three and a half. I had the Panthers to win straight up. And I had the Steelers to cover their 6.5 spread against the Bills. And who would have thought the Colts at home, Carson Wentz, new quarterback, healthy, week one. Well-coached team in the Colts, Frank Wright, Jonathan Taylor. <sighs> Those damn Indianapolis Colts couldn't cover that two and a half. But hey, what can you do? You know? What can you do when that one team just gets away from you? I wish I was in the cash out gulag, but they didn't give me a chance. I was, as it was a 1 p.m. game, and that was my loser. As long as my Saints won, my United team won, and I get one win in fantasy, it's okay. But there's always one that hurts and gets away, and that was the one. But that's okay, because there's always another week to bet. There's always. always another week to win money, and there's an always another time to get back with a win and in that win column. And I think I'm going to get back in this win column as we head into Champions League football. I don't have the sound bites. I do not. Yes, yes, the Champions League is back tomorrow. Turn it up. Yes, we have Champions League um, group stage action tomorrow. Uh, I do have. I think we can give. We can start giving out some of our picks. Um, Cody, would you want to start with your parlay that you have for Champions League football tomorrow? Champions League, yeah. Um, yeah, I do. I have a free bet. Um, you know, I guess I'm just a winner from the game of free bets. I don't think that's how it works, but hey. Whatever helps you sleep. Yeah, and they're like, they get you every time. Yeah, exactly. That's the customer's retention right there. Shout out Betway. Your ad could be right here. Since it's free, I guess I'm just sort of kind of going like a home run. 19 parlay. Added the Everton Burnley game, which was today, the EPL game. Everton won, so eight games left. Um, took United over the Young Boys, Chelsea over Zenit, Borussia over Besiktas, um, PSG over Club Rouge, mm -hmm. Liverpool over AC, that's going to be a fun game to watch, um, City over RB Leipzig, Juventus over Malmo, 
Juventus have been woes when he's the only coach that game. But last you have Inter versus Real Madrid. Um, I took Real Madrid on the draw um, just after what I've seen on the Sunday. Um, if you play this one, I can save the game too. Um, to be honest, it was a five-bet free stake. Don't really remember what the exact odds were. Um, I think it was a... Uh, I don't remember. But the estimated return is 11-16 if I win. So you guys really have no chance. I'll get to later. That, that happens. As long as you give out the picks, you don't have to really go into details uh, unless you're talking to Alex. But you can hit him on the side if he has questions, you can ask him in front. You can do the reverse match. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I should have started with who you think is going to win the Champions League this year rather than your picks. But I know we're giving out picks, but I do want to, because I just pulled up the outright winners and what the odds are looking like now in Kojo's favorite, the decimals. We have PSG with the favorite as favorites at 4.33. Uh, City at 5.50. Bayern Munich at 8.50, which is not bad. That's a good one. Like, if you get Bayern Munich, you know they're going to be around. Either they're going to be in the semis and get upset, or they get, depending on the draw, but. Right. And I actually, we should have. Know what we're gonna do? We're gonna put some, put together some uh, group winner parlays, and we'll post it on the page. So look out for that. We'll do some group stage winners parlays. We'll have it sorted out, and look out that for that on the page. But uh, let's do it like this: give out your your winner, and then your dark horse for. Champions League. My winner? Yeah. Well, winner? Like, um, to be honest, I haven't seen much of PSG, but with Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe, if they're able to click, I don't see how anybody could beat them. Um, they're strong in the back with, with Marquinhos and Mbappe. Um, solid in midfield, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, to me, like if you're picking an outright winner, um, unless if you're trying to do it based on the odds, it's hard for me to see anybody being PSG if they're if if they're clicking, if they're able to click. Okay, so PSG is your favorite to win, and now your dark horse. Dark horse, like based on what you said, I'm I would go, I would go Bayern Munich. Does that count as a with a big one? That that's a, that's not a dark horse. Nah, because they are top three. So I wouldn't okay. count Bayern as a dark, dark horse. horse. Yeah. Um, I would go United. There you go. I would go United. There you go. If there's, if there's, one, yeah. if there's one thing that's inevitable, there's no. Ronaldo There yeah. you go. We took the words out of my mouth, man. And this is the only reason why I brought it up. Is Ronaldo in Champions League football? This is why I brought it up, because there's, United... I don't think he's, the best. He's, he's inevitable in Champions League. Exactly. United... Is that dark horse? They right now are at, at eleven to win the Champions League, which is pretty good odds, right? Mm-hmm. If you get that now, like I would say, yeah. if you get a good win, throw a fifty on that and just let it ride. It's cash mm-hmm. up too. Yeah. Hey, if they get close, just. The one yeah. thing that I'm worried about is the draw. United was lucky to get a good group stage draw, year, yeah. but last year they got the shit end of the stick with their draws, and. 
I don't know if United. Oh, well, the thing is, it's a new United, right? Ronaldo's here, so their ability to to win trophies might be different than the past, right? When they now that they have Ronaldo, their ability to get to the championship and win trophies changes, right? So we'll see how that that works out. Um, but yeah, my favorite. I don't want to say. I don't want to say Chelsea. But I do. But Chelsea won last year, right? So um, it's 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 I hard to say I Chelsea. I want to take the win away from Chelsea, but uh, Pep lost that game. Yeah, I yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not taking. I think Chelsea. Chelsea's a great team. Mm-hmm. But Pep should have won that game. Pep lost that game. But Chelsea played great. I won't say Chelsea didn't play great. Yeah. Man City weren't up for it that day, but Man Man City should have won that game if they if Pep gave them a proper team. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, my favorite, I would have to agree with you. I don't like City though, for the sole reason of I just don't think Pep and that City team has what it takes. They'll go far. They'll go on a run, but will they? Will they beat PSG in the finals? Will they beat? Uh, Bayern in the finals. Will they beat? The only way I see that is if they're able to get Kane in, in the January transfer window. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see. Like, we'll see. Kane said he's staying, but who knows? Um. But yeah, I'd say my favorite to win. I'm gonna go with Bayern Munich. And my dark horse, I would have to agree is if you're gonna say a dark horse, United's the only dark horse. Even though, like, having United favored over Madrid and Barca, I mean, Barca not, and Juve, Juve's not that good either. Liverpool. Yeah, so, I think we should have better odds than Liverpool, but hey, mm-hmm. Liverpool won. Liverpool's Liverpool. So, we can't, you can't really take that away from them, right? Um, so, yeah, I'm going with Bayern is my favorite, because I just don't want to say PSG, but if Bayern and PSG play, I'm going to give the edge to Bayern. Just because I know Bayern gives Messi fits in recent years. Right? When he was on Barca. So, I'm just going to give the edge to Bayern there. And we'll see how that plays out. Raz, are you going to ride with City to finally win the Champions League? No. No? No. So, who would your favorite be? PSG as well? Yeah, I would agree. PSG as well. It's hard to ignore the three-headed monster there. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the Dark Horse, yeah. I started to ignore Ronaldo in the Champions League. But Bar- I would I would probably bet Bayern or Man United just for the odds. Yeah. But if you're putting the big money down to win, mm-hmm. PSG, you can't yeah, go wrong with that. exactly. If you're going to, say, put like 500 yeah. and just go big on PSG, yeah. they're going to be there. Exactly. Right? And it's going to come down to if they get a bad draw, draw Bayern in the semis or in the quarters or something like that. That's where things get scary, yeah. right? That's the thrill of the Champions League. The draw is so important. Um, but, yeah, excited for the season, 100%, and the Champions League uh, tournaments. Kojo gave out your picks for Champions League. I'm now going to go over my picks that I have for tomorrow. So my uh, ticket is solely just the tomorrow games. 
Uh, one second here. I'll log in. How Sorry, you feeling about these Ravens so far, Kojo? 24-24. Will we see overtime today? Lamar, Again. Lamar, Lamar Jackson, you're there, man. Lamar Jackson, you're there. I need a field goal, to be honest. Stay in balance, buddy. Yo. We oh, wow. about Josh Allen. Lamar Jackson might get hurt, too, man. This guy. Nah, but this is what Lamar Jackson does. He runs. He That's him. He has to do that. But Cam Newton run, too. Look at him. Yeah, he's, oh, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah, don't let get me wrong. The longevity of Lamar isn't... isn't Looking good, huh? like RG three, it's not Tom Brady. So you be right, mm-hmm. you Derek Carr. Yeah, Derek Carr. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be <laughs> like what? He'll be Derek A-OK. Carr's throwing the ball right to you. Yeah, you'll be a okay. Yeah, um, we're not worried. Like bet the miss probably. You have you have better chances of Justin Tucker missing at this point. Right. Uh, so my Champions League picks for tomorrow's group stage game. I have uh, Manchester United and the over. So Manchester to win and there to be two or more goals in the game. I also have, and that's at 1.55, 1.55. Yes, I like decimals as well as Kojo, but I also use different sports books. So whatever they give me, I'll just give it out. You could change it. You could change it to, I mean, I prefer decimals to be honest. It makes on, much on, more on sense. Bet365, I changed it. Oh, you changed it? You go in the settings, yeah, you can change the decibels. Ah, okay. True, so I'll do that later. Um, so, I also like draw or buy in Munich, even though I do like buying Munich to win that game outright. I just want to play it safe. Because um, you never know, group stage game, like, they can just give out, they can just tie. So, I also have Chelsea. I'm handicap them minus one, so they need to win by two goals to cover that, and that's 1.60. And I have Juve to win outright, that's 1.47. And Sevilla to win outright, that's 1.66. And that gives me, um, that's a five-fold parlay, and I believe it's eight point, no, no, no. Eight or nine, whatever, but yeah. Those are my picks. The payout doesn't really matter. Take the picks or don't take the picks. It's up to you. Fade me or you can ride my picks and be a winner or a loser. So, that's that. Raz, over to you. Uh, I believe you'll probably head over to NFL Week 2 picks or do you want to go over those lines now? Um, I got, I got a pick that I got in early, like I was saying earlier. Mm-hmm. I have a four-team parlay. I got the Bills at minus three and a half going down to Miami. <laughs> These Falcons better cover this 13 and a half, man. <laughs> Best of luck with that. I the told vision, you it's my div- overreaction, yeah. but again, at the end of the day, it's an overreaction. I don't like big spreads in division games, man. For oh, some yeah. reason, these division games are closer than you would think they are. But they are in Tampa Bay, so I took the plus 13 and a half. I think Tennessee... Uh, bounces back in Seattle. It's hard to play in Seattle, but I took the plus six. And then lastly, I took the Rams minus four because I'm not impressed with the Colts at all. But that's that's the early. I just wanted to get the spreads at the odds that they were at. But I'll probably edit that bit out and post it on my story later. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right? It's There's nothing wrong with getting bets 
I mean, making your bets early in the week when they put out the lines because there's always subject to change, yeah. right? The lines might move depending where the money is, right? And that's what the money line is all about, right? There's more money on one team, the line might shift a bit. Like, for the game that you want to take with the Rams and... The Rams and the Colts? Yes, the yeah. Rams and the Colts. That's at minus four, four right now. Minus four in Indy. In Indy, I could possibly seeing that line moving up to four and a half just because the Rams had such a good game and they look good and Colts didn't look the greatest. But that also might be a sticky trap game, but we'll see how that one works out. Um, but moving on, um, so you said you're picking the Rams, minus four. Minus four, yeah. Atlanta. Atlanta plus, plus three, 13, 13 and a half. half. Tennessee plus six. And Buffalo minus three and a half. Um, the odds. Oh, I guess they didn't give it to me. But if you put 10 down, you could get 130 back. So okay. do the math. Okay, nice. Okay. And what's the Thursday night game? Because I do think we should give out. It's the Purifus Magic that I heard. So it's Washington versus. It's a division game, right? It's Washington versus. Uh, Washington versus. Uh, uh, Giants. Giants traveling Giants. to Washington. Giants traveling to Washington that game. Uh, Washington are favored three and a half. What did I say? One Washington time. Washington favored three and a half. Uh, and the over-under is 41. Under. Hmm. And Washington is... Minus 185 on the money line, and the Giants are plus 155 on the money line. This one's interesting, but like you said, in what is it, home underdogs mm-hmm. usually cover? Yeah. So in, if you're going to follow that, it's going to be Washington to cover. Yeah. But they're not the underdogs, so no. No. I. Giants look horrible. Barkley is not healthy. I'll take the three and a half for Washington this this game. But Washington doesn't have a quarterback. Hey man, Henneke put up a little good little sample size. He almost beat Brady last year. You know, I have faith. Three and, uh, five, three and a half. I, I I just don't trust the Giants. Honestly, uh, Washington. I know we were supposed to talk about it, and we forgot to talk about it on the docket. But the week two stay away teams. Washington is on that list for me as a stay-away team. Mm-hmm. I do not trust Washington because their front seven, I thought it was going to be much better than it displayed against the Chargers, right? Right. Um, so if they don't have a front seven that's winning them games, and I thought they had a much better defense, and the secondary was getting picked apart by Keenan Allen and, Keenan Allen and Justin Herbert, I don't know what to make of the Washington football team. And I have them winning the division mm-hmm. as a future bet. And that one I am definitely panicking about. I don't think Washington wins this division. Uh, they don't have a quarterback. It's a quarterback league. If you don't have a quarterback, it's hard for you to win unless you have a outstanding defense. And maybe that turns around as it gets colder. But... I don't know. But, yeah. I, Washington, that game's a stay away from me. Uh, like you said, the under might be the best bet mm-hmm. in that. Um, 
but under and um riding with yeah i can't trust daniel jones yeah. i can't trust J- daniel jones fumble ruski like i would take the over on a fumble for that one because i feel like he'll definitely fumble yeah. in that game 100 percent he'll fumble. fumble interception any any turnover any turnover yeah any turnover sad in that game yeah um thanks for listening to the episode hope you enjoyed it and we'll be back next week look out for our champions league group winner parlays and a lot of our picks on the page kojo you have anything else to leave off on um no i think i'm good okay raz anything else on your end no sir but responsibly as always Yes. And on that note, we are out. Peace.